1911 is one of the most iconic firearms in history. Designed by John Browning, the 1911 was the standard-issue sidearm of the U.S. military from 1911 to 1985. While Colt produced the original, almost every major firearm company has produced its own version. It's wildly revered for its reliability, crisp trigger, and is still a favorite for all types of shooters. Whether you're looking to buy or build a 1911 and just about everything for guns, log on to MidwayUSA.com. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Just wanted to take a brief moment to give you guys a little idea how we do it here at Paddle and Fin Podcast. We use the Anchor.fm recording platform. Super easy, distributes our podcast to many, many different platforms. There's creation tools to allow you to record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. Check out anchor.fm or download the free Anchor app to get started. Hey guys and gals, wanted to take a brief moment to tell you guys about the Bent Rods Bass Club charity event coming up. If you missed the episode with David Brooke, if uh, you guys don't know David, he's part of the catch team, pretty well known in the kayak fishing world, and uh, he is holding a charity event through the Bent Rods Bass Club on Banner Marsh State Fish and Wildlife Area in central Illinois. All the proceeds are going to go to the Depression and Suicide Prevention Crisis Line for Will and Grundy counties. This is something that is near and dear to him. It's not only for depression and suicide, but also those that struggle with addiction. Uh, Dave lost a daughter uh, due to an overdose. I lost a friend that uh, lost the good fight against uh, battle and addiction. And uh, I also lost an uncle due to suicide. So this can go to help prevent folks that we know and love from uh, losing their lives. So even if you guys can't participate in the event, let's help out. It's $25 per angler. Uh, You can get signed up on Tourney X. Just go to Tourney X, search Bent Rods Charity Event. You should find it. Um, If you are going to participate, this includes boats, canoes, and or kayaks. So it's a catch photo release, three bass limit at 12 inches. Dave's got a ton of prizes uh, to raffle off and give away. Uh, This is just a great cause that means a lot to him and myself. So if you guys can help out, I know uh, a lot of you guys helped out for the charity event that Jackson Orr 
put on. So uh, let's keep showing the support for these great causes and these great charity events. Thank you so much. It means the world to all of us at Paddle and Finn. This segment is brought to you by Jigmaster Jigs. When in doubt, get the jig out. Go to jigmasters.com, use promo code PNF20 and save 20% off your jig order. Finn podcast. I'm Brian, and tonight, you guys, we have an epic guest for you. We got none other than Mr. Jackson Orr. You guys have heard us talking a bunch about him, about his charity tournament. I know he was brought up on the tournament recap show. He just won the Indiana Kayak Anglers Championship. Is that right? That is correct. Yeah. I mean, what is he not winning? <laughs> is what I should have said. But hey, you know. Um, so we're going to talk to Jackson tonight. We're going to talk a little bit about the the charity tournament that he did. We want to talk about the the championship he just won, the Crossroads Classic coming up this weekend. But we want to we want to find out more about Mr. Jackson as well. So, um, Jackson, welcome to the show once again, my friend. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me on here again. Yeah, no. No, it's cool, man. I uh, I dig it. You know, you and I have been uh, kind of talking behind the scenes a little mm-hmm. bit. You know, uh, we tried to help you out as much as we could for the charity event. Um, and it's kind of crazy, man. I was, uh, I was talking. So the guy I originally started the podcast with, shout out. We call him the Godfather. Shout out to the <laughs> Godfather. Uh, I was like, hey, man, I got to jump off the phone. I'm, uh, I'm interviewing this kid tonight. And he's like, kid. And I was like, yeah. I'm like, started telling him about you and, and what you did with the charity event and stuff like that. And he's like, that's unbelievable, man. Uh-huh. And uh, <laughs> it's kind of funny, man. It's uh, it's it's good to see a young man like yourself doing the things you're doing in our in our community. You know what I mean? Uh, so I really appreciate that. I mean. No, man. I, you know, that's the thing, too. You are such a humble, genuine <laughs> dude. Like, so, all right. How old are you? You're 17, right? 16. 16. So I'll, be, I'll be 17 in December. Okay. So. I have a 17-year-old son, okay? And mm-hmm. he'd be like, yeah, yeah, okay, Dad. Whatever, dude. <laughs> you know? So, it, it's it's cool, man. Um, and not to rag on my son. He's a good kid as well. Uh, but... Um, some of the stuff you're doing is pretty incredible, especially not only the charity stuff, dude, but the tournaments. I mean, so let's start with that. How did you get into kayak fishing? When did you get into a kayak and all that good stuff? It was about um, three, three and a half years ago. I really wanted a bass boat. That's always been my dream to fish out of a bass boat and do bass boat tournaments. But bass boats at the time were just way too expensive for still are me and my dad to afford sure and 
so we were just i mean my dad has always been on facebook and he saw a local fort wayne guy had he had a hobie pro angler 14 okay and it was for sale so my dad showed me that a little bit and i looked at it and immediately i found interest in it and we set up an appointment with him and i got to try it out on the local fort wayne um the local river uh, the saint joe river in fort wayne yeah yeah and uh, I loved it, and that ended up being my first boat, and he got me into the Indiana Kayak Anglers okay. um, local trail in Indiana. Sure. And that's that's how the tournaments all started. Nice, dude. So um, I know Indiana Kayak Anglers, they, they usually have pretty good turnouts at their tournaments, right? They do, yeah. Um, it's usually 60, 70 anglers. Nice. Uh, there was a Hobie uh, satellite event. Yeah, yeah. On the White River, and Indiana Kayak Anglers hosted that, and there was 93 there. Yeah, that's so, yeah. that's pretty awesome. Yeah, they they run some very awesome events. That's sure. cool, man. So when did you win your first one? First was, tournament you fished? No, no, no. <laughs> it was. I got very close two times. My first, or my first year, I won the Hobie Bass Open, the youth division on Kentucky Lake, and that yeah. was my first ever win. But my first Indiana Kayak Anglers win was actually last year. I think it was in June on Morse Reservoir. Okay. So, okay. Mm-hmm. So how many have you won total? Do you know? Uh, Indiana Kayak Anglers live events, including the championship, it's three. Okay. So, what about mm-hmm. the Hobie events? The Hobie events, I've only won the youth division. The youth division? Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. I dig it. I dig it. So I mean, uh, are you are you good friends with Dylan Fuqua? I know him. Yeah, um, we're friends. I talk to him at some tournaments we go to, and we text a couple times. But yeah, I know of him, and he's he's a super nice kid. So what do you guys like share secrets? Is that why you guys are so <laughs> dominant? Because like I'm, I'll be honest, he's man. Like <laughs> I'm sick of donating money to you young kids. You know, I just want a little bit of knowledge and wisdom out of you guys. You know. Uh, no, he's he's a great angler. He's. He's done some very neat things this year and had accomplished some awesome things. Well, both of you, man. I mean, it, it's crazy. Um, you know, I, I talk to people, you know, in our space and even outside of our, our little kayak fishing community, you know, and I'm like, you know, they're like, well, you know, who are some of like the, the up and coming anglers? I'm like, dude, there are these two kids that just keep dominating <laughs> and it's your name and Dylan's name. So I didn't know if you guys were like sharing secrets and like that was your way to gang up on all us old guys or what the deal was, you know, but uh, I dig it, man. I dig it. So um, what I mean, dude, you what you have 127 anglers in the charity event? 137 yep we, 137 137 i it thought was, it was 127 um, it was incredible that's it awesome was, dude. it was awesome so cool and the year before it was only like what 50 ish i had 47 there? last yeah. year yeah. and had 137 this year and it was when i saw my originally going into my charity tournament i my goal before i released it to the public was to get a hundred anglers so we could raise two thousand dollars for charities. Yeah, man. And I think it was Wednesday night, uh, two days before the tournament started, we hit a hundred anglers, and that was out of everything I've accomplished in kayak fishing. 
that was that that's I guess that felt the most like close to my heart and that made me feel like I've never really like teared up in anything before and it's just like it hit me I don't know what it was but it was just so cool to see that it's one of those moments man you'll remember for a long time dude I mean for sure yeah you know when you can help out others um and you set a set a goal right and then you exceed that goal it's something special man i mean oh it was it was awesome and i have people like to think like you i mean you and the whole paddle and fin crew donated money to this tournament and promoted it and yeah i I can't you guys enough and everyone else it's been such an amazing journey no it's cool dude it's cool so i know uh what what was the guy that won? He had like what a twenty two inch average or something. Yeah, like that. it was Danny Gann from Florida. He had a hundred ten and a quarter. That's crazy. So, and then Eric Sadiki finished in second with a hundred nine. That's awesome. And he was in Arkansas at the time. So yeah, that yeah. was impressive. So nice, nice. I dig it, man. So um, I know the the tournament is passed. Do you know like some of the charities where the money's going? Has that all I been do. decided? The, the most popular one right now is Heroes on the Water. Okay. Um, I'm going to, my goal is to, I'm going to write all the checks tonight since I have all the money and I'll send it to charities tomorrow. But I think Heroes on the Water, it's going to be close to $1,500 donated. So Holy year. smokes. So That's awesome, man. That is yeah. awesome. And then the rest of the field, obviously, I guess, obviously everyone that have the opportunity to donate money. So the top 13 um, in this tournament, they all get to donate money to charities nearest and dearest to them. So there's multiple, there's different charities for almost every angler besides a few for Hero on the Water. That's cool, man. That's Mm -hmm. cool. I dig it. Yeah, and I want to just take a quick shout-out. So um, I know we were running that little – I don't want to call it an ad, but a little recording at the beginning of the episodes mm-hmm. for like two weeks leading up to your tournament. And uh, one of the things we did was, um, you know, any T-shirt sales that we got, we were going to give that money to you, which I just sent you this evening. But what we took in was uh, it was like roughly 60 bucks. So I added another 40 out of my pocket uh, to make it an I even re- hundred. So, no, I appreciate everybody that listens to this podcast and that helped out. Not not only uh, the guys and gals uh, that bought, you know, T-shirts and stuff, but the ones that went and signed up for the tournament. I think that's cool, man. Uh, Yeah, thank thank you, everyone, for doing that. Yeah, no, it's huge, man. Um, I know there's a lot of people supporting you in the community, and and what you're doing is cool, man. I dig it. I dig Uh, it. It means a lot to me. Yeah, man. So... Um, well, it meant a lot to me when you were like congratulating <laughs> me over my big bass this past weekend. So. <laughs> it, was a, it was a tanker. I was, like, I was like, hey, you see this? Jackson Norris texting me saying congratulations. <laughs> you know, like, check this out. <laughs> but uh, no, it's cool, man. I just wanted to say thanks to everybody that uh, that definitely helped out and participated in that. Um, so, um, there's going to be a recording at the beginning of this. You guys probably already heard it, but there is another charity event um, that we're trying to help out. So, Jackson, I'm going to ask you, my man, if you could sign up for this tournament. 
it is a live event um but it's 25 bucks you guys um it's through bent rods uh fishing club takes place in central illinois at banner marsh and um our good friend david brooke who we just had on the podcast is uh is in charge of this tournament and they're donating all the money um to go to um suicide and depression prevention and also um drug addiction uh it goes to the helpline so you know if if somebody you know or something like that is ever feeling down they can call this hotline the people on the phone will you know get them help and stuff like that so uh we'll 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 have the uh we'll put the link it's on tourney x um you guys can sign up so we're trying to help dave out with that like we helped jackson out so you guys are listening please sign up it's 25 bucks uh i know dave's got a bunch of prizes and stuff he's raffling it off kind of the same way you know you did with your tournament so it'll be a cool cool thing um you know that's that's a charity type thing that's close to me um i lost a good friend to addiction and i also lost an uncle to suicide so um anything we could do to help those types of people out man uh i would definitely appreciate it you guys so jackson definitely. get signed yep. up man oh yeah i will and i'll share it on facebook and get, we would, get others to sign up we yeah, would appreciate that man heck yeah dude heck yeah so um enough of the charity talk i think we covered that and i know okay. you're probably tired of talking about it right because no, you've been no, I, you I, you've I, been on our <laughs> podcast you've been on scott Butcher's show like i mean you've been talking a lot about that so let's talk about you man so you're 16 you're what a sophomore or, or a junior in high school a junior at homestead high school in fort wayne indiana you so, got a girlfriend i do uh, i do sorry ladies <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, ladies. He's off the market. He's off the market. Shout out to the girlfriend. You want to shout her out? Yeah, I'll shout her out. Shout out to Emma Brown. Emma <laughs> she, Brown. She's been awesome. Yeah, she she understands all the traveling. So it's, yeah, and she even fishes with me sometimes. So it's been awesome. So are you like are you like a hometown celebrity when you're like walking the halls at school or what? <laughs> I mean, I'm known for fishing. I guess I don't like to think of myself like that. Yeah, and I just. I just like to have fun. I yeah, mean, that's why I do it. It's fun. I don't do it for the money. I don't do it for to be on the podium. I just do it to have fun. That's the most important thing, man. Oh yeah, for sure. When you start worrying about the money and the and the AOI points and things like that, man, that's when it starts to be not fun. You know? Yeah, and it starts getting in your head and feeling yep. like a job. And I I just don't want that to happen. I love this sport way too much for that to happen. So I dig it, man. Well, your yeah. head's in the right place. That's why you're winning. Uh, <laughs> that's why you're winning. Because when I start thinking about that kind of stuff, um, that's when I do horrible. Mm, I'll admit yeah. it, man. I'm I'm bad with that stuff. You know, I'll start thinking about it. So, I mean, I guess that's a that's a good question for you. Like, what's your mental preparation going into a tournament? Well, last year, that's like just like you're saying. I struggled with that. Yeah. I I would get in my head. I would always think to myself that I would have to do good, and if I didn't do good, then it was just going to be a bad day. And sure. this year, my goal was just to get mentally better and be, like, mentally powerful on the water, I guess. And so I created this routine to where I, I go to Sunrise. It's our local church, I guess. And I just yeah. kind of 
sit there for a little bit and just calm myself. So I can, I don't like ask him to do, like ask the man upstairs to do good or anything. I just, sure. I go there, I want him to be with me so I can have a calm mind, a clear head and make the right decisions. And I write a Bible verse on my hand every um, tournament, Colossians 3, 23, 24. And that's just my routine and praying and just having a clear mindset on the water is the biggest thing for me. What's the verse, my man? It's uh, it's basically, I don't know the exact words, but to sum it up, it's basically no matter what you do and no matter how you do it, God's always going to be there with you if you do good or if you do bad. I dig it, man. Mm -hmm. I dig it. So, that, it's close to my heart, and I need to learn that, and I, I'm going to learn that, and it's just that meaning is just close to my heart. That's good, man. I dig it. You're going to have to text me that when I, uh, uh, I when we I get will. off this. Yeah. Yeah, I dig it, man. I mean, it, it's funny, dude. Like, so so this is my rookie year. Like, a lot of people don't know that. Like, this is oh, my man, rookie year fishing, <laughs> fishing with KBF. But, um, you know, I I really got into my, my head quite a bit. And uh, it wasn't this tournament. It was a tournament before at Mark Twain. And uh, I had two days of pre-fishing, found some solid fish, and, dude, I was so, like, concerned about AOI points, and, uh, uh, you know, I had personally kind of quietly set out this goal to, like, try getting Rookie of the Year and stuff, so I let all that stuff just, like, yeah. combobulate in my head. And uh, all I needed to catch was one 12-inch fish, but I stopped thinking about fishing and if I would have just stopped thinking about all this other crap, I yeah. probably would have caught a fish. And mm -hmm. uh, so I was like scrambling and doing all this stuff instead of calming myself like you're talking about and just, just focusing on fishing. Um, so it really struggled. So, you know, we had like a good month, month and a half off before this last tournament. And, you know, it's funny, I, I put that... Uh, facebook post up that you and i were talking about before we started this and it was like you know i had a bunch of stuff happen on the way down there i'm like i'm just going down to fish and have fun man like table rock has always been a lake i've wanted to fish as a kid mm -hmm. and uh you know i knew i wasn't going to put a great bag together day one i put up one like 12 and a quarter inch fish <laughs> and i was like whatever man like i could quit and go home now sure but like for what like I'm here yeah, to fish. Didn't. I'm here you to didn't fish. Quit and it yeah. Off. yeah, I'm here to fish. Didn't yeah. quit. And uh, first hour of the tournament, caught my PB Smalley, 20 that's, and three quarter, man. Smacked a jig, incredible. just inhaled it. And uh, so it was, it was kind of funny, man. Like I put that post up, and I, I'm not one to do like tournament recaps and stuff like that. Um, but it was more of a story of like never giving up. And I know, um, you know, Christine Fisher had a similar story with the, the KBF, uh, regional championship down there. She wasn't even going to fish. She was going to give yeah. up, you know, stuff like that, man. So it's kind of cool to see your aspect or hear your aspect on, on what you do. Like, you know, you're a young dude. So I would, I would have thought like, you're like, bro, I just go out and fish, man. You know, so it's cool to see, in a way, that you have the same struggle as some of us, and you have found a way to calm your nerves, 
um, and, and just clear your mind and just go out and fish and have fun, dude. I dig it. Oh, I, I appreciate it. You might see in my photos coming up that verse written on my hand. Just uh, saying. It's it's an amazing verse, like I said. It just it, it touches the heart for sure. It's cool, man. It's cool. So so uh, I know you kind of had a hero story with the Indiana Kayak Anglers uh, oh. championship. <laughs> You want to run through how that all went down? Yeah, yeah, I can real quick. Uh, so basically, the Indiana Kayak Anglers Championship. I've always wanted to win one. I've gotten close each year, and I found out when they released the lake that the lakes were, which was South Mud Lake and Nyona Lake, were only an hour and five, an hour and ten minutes away. So I told myself I was going to do everything in my power to try to win. Okay. And, uh, I practiced multiple times. I went there four or five times, I think, okay. uh, after school and then on the weekend. And I found some offshore spots and uh, spots, I mean, multiple spots that held fish. And so I felt comfortable. And tournament day, I started on South Mud Lake because I know I could get a limit. And I got a quick limit, but I ended up staying there for six and a half hours because no one was really catching fish. And I had. I think I had 70 and a half inches and I was like in fourth place. Okay. So the fishing was really tough. And like I said, six and a half hours into the tournament. And I told myself like I needed to make a decision if I wanted to do better. And if I wanted to win this thing. So I knew there was bigger fish on Niona. So I ended up taking out at South Mud Lake, loading up, which took me 20 minutes, half an hour and drove five minutes to Niona Lake. And I got there, unloaded. I probably had about an hour left to fish, an hour and five minutes left to fish. And as soon as I got there, 10 minutes of fishing, I catch a 15 and a quarter. That may not sound big, but for that tournament, that really helped me out. Sure, sure. And then I I fished the perimeters of Niona Lake and a couple offshore spots, but I could not get anything. And it was getting to be time to go in. I was kind of far from the ramp. It was... It was like 2.45, and you had to be in at 3 o'clock. So I started to head in. But before you get to the ramp, there's a bridge that divides Niona Lake into two sections. So before I went under that bridge, it was like 2.55, I think. Okay. I made, I made a cast. And that first cast, I was just jigging a jackhammer. I was using like a one-half-ounce green pumpkin jackhammer. And I caught a 15 and a half. And that really helped me out. I think that moved me up in the third or fourth, um, one of the two. And then I quickly got a picture on my measuring board. That was at like 257, I think. And then I made one more cast. And that last cast, I remember I was just jigging it. I was just hoping for a fish and ended up getting a bite and landing a 17 and three quarter inch in the boat. And I was freaking out. When I got in the boat, I knew I had seconds until sure yeah. last minute turned to three o'clock because i could if i took a picture after three o'clock it wouldn't have counted so yeah. i i quickly just slapped it on the board <laughs> took a picture extremely fast turns out i took the picture at 259 58 <laughs> I, I had two seconds to spare that's awesome it was unbelievable so at that point did you think you had it had it won or were you I, still not sure i the thing was, I felt pretty bad. Uh, the guy who was in first place was actually next to me. Okay. We were talking. So 
I didn't re- I didn't think I won. I thought he still had me beat. Sure. He thought I won, and I was I was just I was just in the moment, and I was speechless. Yeah. And I found out that I won at uh, the boat ramp, and I just lost it. I just started like it wasn't bawling, but I just it was emotional, and it was tears of joy, I'll man. Never remember that feeling. Heck yeah. For the rest of my life. That's awesome. That's awesome. So you get you think you're gonna defend it next year or what? I'm really hoping so. <laughs> I've it's always been my goal to win a championship, and I've figured out like if I just work hard and just stay focused on one thing, yeah, and not get in my head, then I could, I can. If I don't get in my head, then I'll be happy with whatever way I finish. If I sure. finish in lap last place and don't get in my head i'll be happy so that's just my goal is just not get in my head and be mentally um powerful in the water like i said before i dig it man and i think a lot of people can take a lot away from what you just said man Uh, i mean i know so many people including myself that like you get in your head and it's just like Mm -hmm. you start coming up I call it with coming up with excuses on why you didn't succeed. But yeah. in, re- in reality, the only reason why you didn't, um, you know, come out was because of the mental game. You know, mm-hmm. um, it, it plays such a huge role in not only fishing, but, you know, other sports, golf, uh, basketball, yeah, hockey, for sure. you know. Um, so, yeah, that mental game, man, you got to figure it out. So. Uh, I, I wouldn't it. say that. It, <laughs> I get in my head sometimes, but I'm definitely trying to work on it for the future. So. Sure, 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 sure. Cool, man. Well, you're working on it for this weekend or what? I am, yeah. The Crossroads Classic this weekend. I'm super excited. So, I practiced. Oh, go ahead. Did you did you hear the Crossroads uh, podcast we did uh, la- this past weekend? I, I, I have not, no. You'll have to go back and listen I to will. it. We had a couple guys from a couple different clubs. And I'm just going to say I'm, I was a little disappointed. There wasn't as much smack talk as I thought there would be. <laughs> Everybody was pretty reserved. There was some pokes and a, a few light jabs, but no, no hard hitting. So... But, uh, uh, so you went and practiced, I mean, was it, that was your first time fishing Newton, right? It was my first time. Yeah. I practiced last Saturday. Okay. Um, How'd you do? I did. All right. It was, um, it was a slow day at first. It took me a while to figure it out. Okay. And I finally figured it out. And I think I, I think I had 95 and a quarter. So it's gonna, it's gonna take my prediction is someone's going to put up 97 in one day. That's what wait, wait a minute. You had ninety five and a quarter. It it was through the full day though. It, some fish wouldn't have counted during the tournament. But well, it was it's a good fish. We we it's, made some inch predictions in <laughs> in uh, in that episode, and I think I said ninety five inches would win it. Really, a lot of guys had. There was a few guys that said like eighties, um, low nineties. I think I said 95 or 98. Okay. So, yeah. and then uh, team total, I think we had anywhere between, what was it, 600 and 750 or something, 760 inches. Okay. So, that sounds about right. I dig it. You feel confident in your team? I do, yes. Our team, 
Uh, we have Aiden Darlington, three-time AOI for Indiana Kayak Angler, super awesome angler. Yeah. And then Nick Matthews, he's an awesome. He's uh, 20, I believe, or he's 19 years old, so he's he's a really good stick. And then Josh Robbins, and then Aaron Wilson. So. You guys are bringing the young guns. <laughs> I did. Yeah, we're bringing. We're bringing the young guns this tournament. <laughs> See, you, you, well, this will air after the tournament. So I guess there, there's no point in any throwing any jabs out there if you wanted to. But, uh, I mean, if you want to, you know, any smack talk? Any smack talk from the IKA guys or what? No smack talk from me. Maybe them. But <laughs> I'm not sure. Oh, I'm just going to cool. go out there and fish and see what happens. I dig it, man. I dig it. You guys, uh, you guys all staying at the same place down there? Your whole team? It, uh, it glitched out. Uh, is your whole team staying at the same place down there? You guys all we, staying? We together? are, yeah. We're uh, going to be staying at one of the cabins. Oh, okay. Sportsman's Lodge. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Yep. Yep. Very cool. Correct. So, is that your first time fishing like a cooling plant lake? That is, yes. That's yeah. my first time fishing a body of water like that. Yeah, it's different. It's different, man. Yeah, for sure. It's weird because there's a cold side and a warm side. So, yeah. And the fish are different on both sides and act different on both sides. So it's kind of like two different environments. It definitely is. Uh, the first time I ever fished it was in the middle of February. I've heard it's really good in the early spring and winter time. Jig, jig, man. It's a jig bite. Yeah, Jig bite on the cold side, just saying. Yeah. <laughs> wink, wink. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, it's a uh, it's a super unique lake. Um, if you guys don't know what we're talking about, so in Illinois, uh, we have a bunch of these. Uh, we call them cooling lakes, and usually there's a warm water side, cold water side, um, and usually these power plants are run uh, either by coal or uh, I think some of them are run by water as well. But uh, basically these big lakes are used to cool down the turbines and stuff that create the power. Um, So you'll have the warm water discharge side and then the cool water where they pull the water into the plant. The only thing with Newton is, is they, uh, over the past few years, they've not been running as much. So it doesn't stay as warm as it used to be. Because I know, like, in the summer, the warm water side, like, water temps would get up to, like, 95 degrees, 97 degrees, which was super warm. So it would force a majority of those fish down towards the cold water side. Um, But in the winter, I mean, that lake never freezes. So, like, like I said, the first time I fished it in February, you go over to the warm water side and you catch a fish and you want to hold on to it because the fish is so warm (laughs) and your hands are frozen. So, but, um, there's, there's been some pretty big fish. I know KBL has held several tournaments on that lake and I think it was two years ago. Yeah. I think it was two years ago. Uh, Tony lamb caught a 23 inch largemouth out of there. Wow. That is a big bass. It's, it's not uncommon to see, you know, 20s, 21s, 22s for sure. So Yeah, I know. broke my, or I tied my personal best when I went through last Saturday, so that was super cool. How big? 
It was a uh, twenty-one and three-quarter, yeah. almost twenty-two. So it was it was a big fish. It was skinny, but it was it was big. Cool. I uh, dig it. I think the kid's on to something. <laughs> I don't know about that. I'm just kind of going out there. I had somebody else. Spots. I had somebody else in mind for winning this thing, but now that you're telling me you caught ninety-five inches, I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. I might have I to. Know. I might have to call my bookie and change my bet. But uh, <laughs> it's cool, man. I mean, what do you think about the whole format of this tournament? You know, it's it's I, it's kind of different, right? I think it's really cool. I mean, the team tournament and like it just it's cool that the kayak fishing community can like come together and different clubs can compete against one another. And you meet new people and you get introduced to different clubs and more opportunities. So I, I think it's a really cool format. And I think it's cool that they're also doing the individual tournament sure with the, like in the team tournament almost yeah. so i think um he's doing a really good job uh in putting this together it's aaron right uh no it's uh alan 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 Wiedemeyer. yeah yeah doing an amazing job with sponsors and everything yeah so, alan kind of so put this good. together i mean don't get me wrong a lot of the other club presidents or uh you know people within the clubs had had really helped him out but alan by far i think um and i i hope i'm not shortchanging anybody but i think alan by far has put the most time and effort into this but you know it was funny when we recorded that podcast um uh that aired uh so this is going out monday so be two weekends ago guys if you didn't listen to it and you want to go find it uh it was on a sunday it was a bonus episode we put out um, you know, a lot of guys liked it because it was like like a true championship, right? You got the mm-hmm. best five from all these clubs just going to kind of battle it out. But I think it's cool because uh, where you're staying at the Sportsman Lo- Sportsman's Lodge, a lot of guys are staying there. So yeah. what will be cool, and I know there's uh, – I think it's – I think it's the catch guys are doing a barbecue after day one uh at the lodge there so you know everybody can kind of mingle and you know catch up with everybody meet some new names or talk to some people that maybe you've seen their name but never you know interacted with them things like that so it'll be cool man i dig it yeah for sure i'm super excited yep we're leaving tomorrow after school nice nice yeah i won't uh we'll see we'll see but um, whoever wins this tournament, whichever club wins this tournament, gets to host next year. Yeah. So I know uh, Matt Kiefer from Syac. He said they were going to be hosting it next year. On uh, uh, it was in Indiana Lake, obviously. I forget what it was. They're going to do uh, a KBF. Where, where's the KBF event? Oh, it's uh, Monroe. Yeah, he said there will be. Not just a KBF event on Lake Monroe next year. <laughs> I mean, you got anything to say to that? I'm. I mean, I. I. I think it's cool if the Indiana <laughs> team could take it. Maybe not us. If it's not us, I think it'd be so cool if the Indiana team took it. So. Right on, man. Right on. I dig it. Very cool. So, um, um, you know. W- what are you looking forward to coming up next season? 
you know, this season's kind of winding down. What's what's your plans for next season? We got a lot of schedules rolling out, things like that. Next season, I am going to focus more on the national events. Okay. And because I've, like I said um, before, I've worked on my mental game, and my goal this year was just to get mentally better. And so I did a lot of local tournaments, some na- national tournaments, nationwide tournaments, and. Next year, I think I'm ready to step it up a little and compete in nationwide events and travel longer distances and just chase my dream. And that's what I'm going to try to do next year. And if I don't do well, I don't do well. And if, it, if I do well, I do well. So I'm, I'm excited to see what the future holds. Right on. Are you going to fish uh, mostly Hobie events, KBF, maybe a mix of both? I'm going to do all of the KBF North Central events next year. Okay. Well, I just gave up on fishing North Central. Okay. (laughs) No. And then the Hobie just released their schedule, and I'm going to try to make it to four or five of them. Look at you, man. um, Yeah, that will be awesome. I'm super excited. Heck yeah, man. Heck yeah. That's slick. So, um,. Obviously, you're fishing, uh, your dad's fishing with you a lot too, right? He is, yeah. He uh, fishes most of the same tournaments that I fish, so it's it's a super cool thing we do together. Yeah. I mean, what's what's that mean to you, man? Because I know as a kid, I used to go fishing with my old man. He used to fish uh, some uh, big boat uh, tournaments and stuff, so I would always go pre-fishing with him and, and things like that, man. And that's uh, that's some memories I've made with him. Uh, and I'll always remember. Um, I mean, that's that's special, like father-son bonding time, right? It's I'll remember it for the rest of my life. We've it means so much to me to have like my dad and how much he supports me. Because I mean, I just live with my dad. Um, those of you who don't know, my mom lives in Washington, so it's just me and my dad. Okay. And he he supports me and whatever I want to do. If I wanted to switch to basketball right now, he would drop everything and help me do what I wanted to do. And that's awesome. That means like I'm just so grateful to have him as my dad and him as my role model and I look up to him so much and I'll always remember uh this year we fished we've gotten very close this year and fished in a lot of the same tournaments and he actually has had a pretty good year this year. And we both qualified um for the tournament champions together. That's on awesome. Lake and that's that's a moment being on stage with him and sharing. That's the first time we've ever shared the stage together. It was just, it was like an indescribable feeling. I guess there's yeah. really no feeling like like I can explain to you. Sure. It was just it was awesome. Like it was smiles and it was it was awesome. Shout out to Mr. Orr. He's doing. Oh yeah, for sure. He's mm-hmm. doing a hell of a job, man. He's uh, he's raised a very very well respected young man and. Uh, it's it's cool man i i love the way you describe that man i you know i'm having flashbacks right now fishing with the old man and things like that it's uh it's cool um i mean to have a role model like that and and follow you around and uh you know be able to fish side by side but not only that but share the stage man i don't I, I there's nobody that I could think of that really could say that story. You know what I mean? I got to share the stage with my old man. You know what I mean? So it was awesome. that's cool, <laughs> dude. That is cool. I dig it. 
I dig it. So, so let's be honest. If you're going to smack talk, you'll smack talk now. Like, who's a better fisherman, <laughs> you or him? I'm, it depends. Sometimes he does better than me. Sometimes I do better than him. It's a wash. It's, but he's, he's had a good year. He's yeah. Definitely has been improving each year, and I'm excited to see where this takes him because he's starting to really enjoy it. He's, yeah. He originally got into it because I liked it. Like I said, he'd do anything for me. Sure. And it's getting to the point where he almost likes it like just as much or more than I like. Yeah. Maybe not more than I do, but just as much as I do. And he's asking me to go on the water, and it's it's just so cool. To That's awesome. Together, so. So where did he end up in the AOI race? For, or, or no, uh, so where did you end up in the AOI race for IKA? This year, I ended up third, I think. Okay. So and uh, I think my dad, I think my dad was ninth or tenth. So. Okay. He's okay. usually up there, though. The championship didn't go his way, but he was he was doing pretty well going into the championship. But it was the it was tough for him in the championship a little bit. I got gotcha. you. You never share your spots with him. We we did. I I mean, <laughs> I told him what I was doing and everything, but he just doesn't was, listen. It was a morning bite. Okay, if that makes sense. It was a morning bite, and it was it was tough. The rest of the day. I got you. <laughs> Until the end of the day, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool, man. So you're going to fish North Central, Hobie. You're going to fish uh, Indiana Kayak Anglers again, too? Yeah, I'm going to. I'm definitely going to fish some local trails. Like, I'll fish all of Indiana Kayak Anglers. I want to fish some Michigan Kayak, the Michigan Kayak Trail this year. Or MKT. next year a little bit. Mm -hmm. And then I want to uh, fish in some Mayo events next year, too. Yeah, buddy. Man, you're gonna be a busy dude. I'm I'm hoping so. I love in school I school goes much like it goes a lot more fast if I have tournament the like following weekend. Sure, sure. I can sure. just think about it and during my classes I can just be on Navionics and Google or <laughs> <laughs> marking that, up my spots. That was just, my question. Was so are you paying attention in class or are you just busy like doing research on the next lake you're going to? I'm I'm paying attention in class for sure and doing all the work I have to do. But <laughs> I'm let's say I'm on Tourney X and Navionics <laughs> and Google Earth a lot. <laughs> oh man. So it's, I always have them. I actually have them bookmarked on my Google thing. So. Oh, man. <laughs> one quick, one Mr. quick. Mr. Orr, don't listen to this section of the show. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, it's too funny, man. Too funny. Well, that's cool, dude. I'm, uh, I'm happy for you, dude. You, uh, you're accomplishing what a lot of people haven't even come close to accomplishing. Um, you're a young dude. You got a great head on your shoulders, and uh, you're doing great things, man. So, can't be more happy you. for you. you. And uh, I'm glad we've uh, gotten to know each other over these past few weeks, and uh, looking forward to the future, man. So, oh, for sure, it's been a pleasure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely, man. So, uh, if you want, man, uh, go ahead. Shout out uh, any of your sponsors, um, your social media stuff like that. Uh, anything you got coming up that you want people to know about, man? Okay, yeah. So i I have an amazing group of sponsors. Um, I guess I have an amazing group of supporters, like my sure. family, my friends, um, my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, and I. My sponsors are Saint Croix, 
Dry Dock Marine, Hobby, Cow Coast Fishing, Fishing Online, Trocar and Eagle Claw, Casa Lures, Ram Mounts, Bayou Bug Jigs, and Tourney Tag. So I'm very grateful to have each and every single one of their support, and they provide me with all the products I need to feel confident while I'm on the water. And it's just, I'm truly blessed um, for everything. I'm blessed to be on the show tonight, and so thank you so much, Brian. Yeah, no I problem, man. I need to talk to you after the show to find out your secrets for all these supporters, bro. Oh, uh, it's <laughs> I'm, I'm just giving you a hard time. It's been man. awesome. No, it's dude, awesome. we appreciate you, man. And uh, I know, like we've told you before, um, when it comes time for the next charity tournament, dude, reach out to us. Let us know um, if you got anything coming up, man, that uh, you need shouted out or or help promoting, or you know, you got another big accomplishment or something. I'm sure we'll be reaching out to you to get you on to talk about it dude so we i definitely appreciate you taking out the time tonight and uh, i'm glad we got to you know dig into you a little bit man and find out some more backstory um on on what makes you tick so it's cool man uh, it, so. it was an honor thank you so much for having me on this podcast it means a lot to me and yeah. i appreciate you too Brian. yeah so. we'll talk man you owe me a cheeseburger <laughs> <laughs> With that being said, you guys, uh, be sure to check out the website, Paddle, the letter N, and Finn.com. That's where we got the t-shirt shop. Um, We got blogs, uh, all the hosts, bios, gear, things like that are up there. If you guys got a question, comment, want to hear from a future guest like Mr. Jackson Orr, feel free to reach out to us at Paddle, the letter N, and Finn at gmail.com. Shout out to our show sponsors, Rocktown Adventures, Loveland Canoe and Kayak, Hammered Lures, Fish Mob Lures, TRC Covers, and Jigmaster Jigs. When in doubt, get the jig out. Don't forget about the Recycled Plastics program, you guys. Take your beat-up used plastics from this fishing season, throw them in a little baggie, put them in an envelope, mail them to the address in the show notes. Our good friend Eric Richards at Hammered Lures melts those baits down makes new baits out of them and then donates them to heroes on the water so they can enjoy their time on the water so till next time guys tight lines and smooth paddling Hosts are a bunch of long-time fishermen who decide to get the kayak fishing world and guess what? They'll take a new along for the ride. So welcome in and welcome to Paddle and Fin Gear. What's up boys and girls? Just wanted to take a quick minute to talk to you about the Paddle and Fin Gear. If you haven't seen it yet, go to paddle, the letter N, and fin.com. Go click that store tab at the top. Check out the store. We got tons of t-shirt designs, long sleeves, hoodies, phone cases, you name it, it's on there. Give it a gander. I'm Will Cooper, host of HuntStand's Make Your Mark podcast. For even more content, be sure to watch the original films from HuntStand Presents on the Waypoint TV channel every Tuesday at 10 p.m. Eastern. Visit waypointtv.com to learn more. In wild country, 
rules were not created by man. Don't miss Wild Country, Wednesdays from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern. Presented by Primos. Speak the language. Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.